This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 257. If you're like me and you had a food addiction, this episode is going to be very, very useful. The way I got out of the chains of a food addiction is that I created a list. There are three categories, okay? And I call this my guilt-free list. My guilt-free list. There are three categories. The first category are foods I never eat. Foods I never eat. The second category is foods I eat socially. And the third category is foods I love to eat that are also healthy. Foods I love to eat that are also healthy. So the first category, foods I never eat. In my list, and everyone's list can be different, okay? But I want you to make your list. I want you to put it on your phone. I want you to write it out. I want you to hang it up on your refrigerator. I want you to have it available for you in the beginning so that you can remind yourself and you can know, okay, this is what I eat. This is what I eat socially. This is what I never eat. And these are my boundaries, all right? And so I never eat the following foods. Animal products, grains, soy, natural flavors. So I don't care if it's the most amazing looking raw food, like chocolate um, raw food cheesecake or whatever, right? Like the most amazing looking raw food dessert. If there's natural flavors in it, I will not eat it. The next is citric acid. That's another one that you find a lot in different healthy, quote, unhealthy, quote, foods on the market. Citric acid. I will never eat anything or drink anything with citric acid in it. And the reason is because I've done my research. Citric acid comes from GMO corn and it's actually from black mold on the GMO corn. Do some research on citric acid. It's actually not citrus. And I know we think it is, but it's not. The one, two, three, four, five. The sixth item on my never eat list is highly processed foods and caffeine. Okay, so those are the items that I never eat ever. The foods that I eat socially are kombucha, nutritional yeast, fermented foods, okay, cooked foods or vegetables not cooked with oil as long as they are prepared from scratch, salt and oil. So why is there construction going on in the middle of my podcast? Sorry if you heard that. So I do not consume oil at home and I have decided that I will consume it once in a while if I'm, you know, out to eat at a restaurant, maybe, you know, a raw food restaurant. And sometimes they have like olive oil or avocado oil in something, one of these like you know, raw vegan burgers or dressings or whatever it is, pesto, you know, obviously I'm not going to consume like canola oil, but you never really know what you're eating when you're at a restaurant. So I've decided on my list to like live in this world, okay, to live in this toxic world as a really, really healthy vegan. I have put oil on my list of socially acceptable foods, meaning I'll never make it. Okay. But if it's um, like a raw food restaurant, and there's some oil in the dressing or in something, then I will eat it. Um, and But I will not eat cooked oil, okay? Because once you cook fat, 
it becomes extremely, extremely toxic. So those are the list of my socially acceptable foods. Kombucha, nutritionally yeast. Let's start again. Nutritional yeast, oil, fermented foods, cooked fruit or vegetables, as long as they are prepared from scratch with no oil, and salt. I prefer Himalayan pink salt, but again, when you go to these raw vegan restaurants, you can't really control. And I'm talking about like once a year or whatever. I don't really go to raw vegan restaurants, but once in a while or when I'm in California, I like to go to Air One and sometimes there's some salt in like something and that's okay. That's okay. And then the most important list is my food that I love to eat that's also healthy. Okay. So on my list is all fruit, all vegetables, all nuts, all seeds. Now I have not put dried fruit on this list. And I have to add it because I just realized it's not on here. So I am going to put dried fruit on my never eat list because I have a thing with dried fruit where when I start eating it, I can't stop. So I never eat it. But I do keep dates in the house now to put into smoothies and dressings and things like that. But I encourage you to not judge yourself and make a list I also am going to add, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I need one more list. And that's the foods I don't keep in the house. So also known as trigger foods, okay? So dates used to be on this list, but I have recently given up my addiction to dates. I've given up my um, love of eating dates, okay? I did a lot of tapping on it. I did a lot of meditating on it, and I've done lots of journaling and realized that I can have dates in the house because I was really missing them in my dressings and my smoothies and I can have them in my house without binging on them as long as I stay aware and I stay, I hate to say it, but carved up. I hate that expression, but if I am starving, I will go for the dates. So I've got to make sure and eat my food. I've got to eat breakfast. I've got to eat lunch. I can't skip meals. If I'm hungry, I snack. Okay. I've got to eat enough calories because if you don't get the calories from healthy food that you want to eat that are guilt-free, okay, then you will get them from somewhere else. And so foods that I don't keep in the house for now are um, like pistachios, okay, because I just will eat them all. Okay. Cashews are another nut that I will just eat it all. Um... And then like dried mangoes I don't keep in the house. And that's just me, right? You write your own list. And these are the foods that I do not want in the house. Now, yeah, my roommate does have pistachios in this house, but they're full of salt. And if I eat them, I will be extremely, extremely dry, dehydrated, and sick the next day. Trust me, I tried. So I don't live like that. I have a standard of living right now that I really enjoy, which is I always feel good. I always, always, always feel good. And I really like that. I really like feeling good. Um, I like having a flat stomach. I like feeling good. I like not being bloated. I like not being depressed and tired. I don't like, oh, sorry, cacao. Cacao is another one that goes on my list of things that I will eat socially. Yeah, I'll eat that socially, even though the last time I was offered cacao, it was at this little, um, I went to see one of the venues for Woodstock Fruit Festival 
uh, like potential venues, and I was with a bunch of women, and they all made cacao. Now, personally, I probably would have eaten it if they made it with ingredients that are acceptable to me, but they made it with cacao and like white sugar, and it's like, well, that's on my list of never eat foods. I'm sorry. White sugar is highly processed. I will never eat that. Now, if they made the cacao with like maple syrup or dates or like something else, like a, you know, something else sweet, then I would have eaten that. But I don't eat processed foods. And that's another thing I'm going to add to my list, agave. Okay, that's under the never eat foods for me personally. And the reason why is because agave makes me break out immediately. So anyway, um, I hope this encourages you to write your list. Never eat, socially eat, and love to eat. That's also healthy. And I want you to eat foods from the love to eat list on a daily basis. And when you're out with friends, you know, once in a while, have foods from that list that are socially acceptable for you to eat, that you feel very comfortable eating socially. See, the thing about this is we have to learn how to set our boundaries and keep our word to ourselves. And if we don't know what is acceptable for us and what's not acceptable, how can we stay within our own boundaries? Okay, so I hope this little list idea, you know, maybe inspires you to make your list. And don't feel bad for binging on things in the house that are trigger foods for you. You've got to get them out of the house. Write that list, foods that you don't keep in your house. And if your loved ones are forcing you to keep them in the house, well listen part of being in a relationship is compromise if your loved ones cannot compromise with you this is not a good relationship y'all need therapy i'm sorry now with me and my roommate i told her that we can't have dates in the house and then she was like i'm gonna buy dates i don't care but she never did and so I appreciate that. And then now I have dates back in the house. But there was a time where I was like, we cannot have these in the house. And she was like, that's not fair. So the compromise was if she was going to buy them, she was going to put them in her room or she was going to keep them in a container in the cupboard, like where I could not see it. Okay. So at the very least, your housemates can keep the food in the house that they love, but please keep it somewhere that you don't see it. Okay, somewhere hidden, not right in plain sight. Keep the fruit and veggies in plain sight. Keep things out that you love to eat, that you feel comfortable eating, that are guilt-free. Because the worst thing in the world is that you can spend your whole life feeling guilty. Okay, we've got to let it go. Regret and guilt are useless emotions. Let's let the guilt go. Love yourself, set your boundaries, with yourself and with others. And when you say you're going to do something, do it. And when you say you're not going to eat something, don't eat it unless it's on your list. And be flexible. You see, I have some things on my list that are like, I'm like, whoa, I'm going to eat like oil, you know, like that's crazy. But if, if you're so fucking, if you're so restrictive, it's not going to work. You've got to give yourself a little bit of leeway. All right. And the last thing I want to say real quick, it's so important. If you're right now, if you are eating processed foods right now, if you're eating junk food, chips and bagels and cookies and cakes and ice cream and all this crap, well, then you have no business going straight to mono meals and eating fruitarian. Just stop. 
What you need to do and what is the best and easiest way for you to be healthy is to just set a boundary with yourself and say, okay, I'm going to eat anything that is from the earth. Fruit, vegetables, nuts, seeds, rice, grains, quinoa, potatoes, squashes, garlic, onions, uh, frozen fruit, frozen veggies. Okay, I'm going to eat anything that is not processed. Okay, that's what you need to do. You don't need to go fruitarian. You don't need to go on a juice cleanse. You don't need to do a water fast to like as a catalyst to your new healthy lifestyle. No, you start right now, right here and right now. You eat chickpeas, you eat beans, you eat quinoa, eat things that are whole foods in their natural state, okay? Because if you think for one second that Oreos are equal to quinoa, you're out of your fucking mind, boo. You're never going to get nowhere. So start where you are and use what you have. And then one day you might be like, you know what? After, you know, a year or two, you might be like, you know what? I want to I wanna give up the grains. I want to see if that'll make me feel even better. I'm going to give up the grains. But don't go straight from processed foods to raw vegan. You're going you're gonna to crave the processed foods so bad. You're not going to have the cravings for fruit yet. So start where you are and eat healthy cooked foods. You don't need to be raw vegan to be healthy, but you need to eat healthy to be healthy. All right? So let's just get you off the processed foods first. Get off the Beyond Beef. Get off the M&Ms and the Skittles and the whatever else you're eating. I don't know what you eat, but you've got to get off it because that stuff is causing major health issues in your body. And you can't function properly when you're eating shit. You're going to feel like shit. But if you eat fruit, you're going to feel cute. Okay? So listen. Hey, keep fruit around you at all times. All right? That's your snack. That's your candy. That's your boo thing. Okay? And I will see you guys in the next episode.